Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Manic Candace podcast, everybody. How are you doing? It's been a few days. I'm sorry. I'll explain what's been going on in a few minutes, but welcome. If you're new here, thank you for coming. Welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Tonight, we are going to have a review of Dubre Du 22 this year. I'm going to look back and instead of focusing on things that I wish were different, I'm going to focus on things that have changed for the better. Um, I'm going to share with you what they are and how I did it and how it benefited me in in a positive way. I want to focus on positive things. Um, I don't have time anymore to dwell on the past, to dwell on negatives situations and energy I don't know I'm at like I'm on a high horse because it's the end of my period I will admit that but (laughs) I've been feeling really good and I it's been a choice you know what I mean I feel like I finally have a choice in determining how I feel or my perspective which affects how I feel anyways I've missed you guys life's been uh better Um, I'm in a lot of pressure. I'm under a lot of pressure, uh, at the nine to five. And I just want to work so much harder to leave it for good for the podcast. I mean, I don't know how this is going to get monetized, but it's going to get monetized next year. If come hell or high water, because what I refuse to do is get another job. Damn, Candace, what happened to focusing on the positives? Okay, you're going to get right into it. This year, I took risks. I, risks. I took risks. I um, reached out to Dank Doll, who was the guest of the OnlyFans episode. She was the OnlyFans model who gave us insight into her world. That was a risk, and that became such a catapult in the podcast um that didn't even make sense it it became such a it became the most downloaded episode and remained that way until very recently um and I couldn't thank her enough because she has such a huge platform and there was a chance that she would have said no because it's almost kind of rude at this point in her amount of followers that she has to ask her for something like this for free. I didn't pay her. So like I owe her anything, anything you want, Dink Doll, anything. Like once I'm capable or able, I anything you need, I promise you, like I, without hesitation. Um, I took risks in asserting myself when I knew that people were going to disagree with me because it was more important to have integrity within myself. And that's with everything, with the podcast, with uh, my boss, with my mom, with certain people in my family. I just took a risk by saying how I really felt in a respectful way because change needs to happen. Um, 
I'm glad I did these things because I feel like I'm a stronger person. I feel like as I get older, I don't want to have regrets, you know? So I'm really glad I took risks. Um, Number two, I didn't give up on myself. There were many times where I wanted to quit my job, where I wanted to stop trying to lose weight. I wanted, there were many times this year where I, um, you know, like almost gave up art. I'll be honest with you. Um, but I didn't give up. I didn't give in to quitting any of those things because all those things that I just listed are very important to me. And I, 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 I couldn't say that maybe two years ago, five years ago, because I was the type of person when something got really, really difficult, I would just give up. Um, I started working on creating work life and uh, creative life balance, I guess you want to call it, um, for a long time. I thought that when I was not doing art or when I was not on social media promoting my brand or whatever, I thought that whatever I was doing outside of that was just a waste of time. And I shifted my perspective on that um, because what it was causing me to do was go to work very pessimistic and very like in a bad mood before the day even started. So I started prioritizing the creative life a lot less because it was a full like 24-7. I feel like when I achieved the balance of going to work, coming back and allowing myself to lose it, to lose myself into art, whether it was a drawing, a painting, I just completely lost myself in the zone for a couple hours, recorded a podcast, however long that lasted, and then got to bed on time and then um, went back to work. You know, when I was at work, it wasn't art and work, it was work. And it took a while for me to get used to that, but I finally got a balance in that this year, and I'm very happy about that. Um, my mom and I became a lot more close this year. Uh, it was off to a rocky start in the beginning. We weren't speaking at all. Um, through lots of prayer and lots of patience and lots of understanding on my end, at least. I don't know about her, but I, um, I... Her and I became a lot closer, and uh, and I didn't think it was possible only because I, we were already close. But and I, and I didn't feel any areas of lack, but I didn't realize how much more things could improve for the better. And I feel like I could tell her anything, even though I always felt that way. I really feel like I could tell her anything and not be afraid. Like for instance, if I get pregnant. <laughs> I feel like I won't be afraid to tell her. (laughs) I'm not pregnant, by the way. I'm not. Uh, And I'm not going to get pregnant next year either. God. 
Oh God. Another positive thing that happened this year is that I was given the opportunity to speak to the whole world through this podcast. Holy shit. Did you know that the Manic Candace podcast was the top five, was within the top 5% shared podcast globally for 2022? That is insane. And I was wondering how and how I don't I don't even know how I reached so many countries and islands and territories and cities and continents you can tell I'm American by the way I listed all these geograph geograph I can't even say it geographical terms oh god what are we gonna do as Americans we're dumb no, I'm serious. If you're American and you're listening, you got to admit, like, we're dumb. And we can't pass a fitness test. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We can't pass a fitness test. Um, I, I, God, I can't explain it. It was like every night I would look up the analytics of the podcast on my dashboard, why did I call it analytics? Whatever. On my dashboard, it shows me a map of the world and it shows me anytime, anywhere a download happens and it puts a little dot on the location of where the download happens. So every day, I shit you not, every day this year, it was a new look, new, new look, <laughs> new location, new location. Oh my God. I'm trying to say Zulu Nation. It's a tribe in Africa. I don't. It's in my head when I said location. God, what are you guys gonna do with me? <laughs> I missed you guys. Oh my god. I would start like joking with myself like, oh, I bet you're going to hit Paris next week. I bet you're going to hit Australia tomorrow. And it would happen. It w- it, and then I was like, every day I wake up and I'd be like, what's next? I stopped counting the countries after 16 countries. And then what started happening was that the countries that I reached were getting more and more downloads within the areas. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. And for a long time, I wasn't in um, the United Kingdom. And all of a sudden, overnight, I was in the United Kingdom. And it's one of the most popular spots for the podcast downloads in Europe. And then I turn around a few days later, a few weeks later, I should say, and I'm all over Southern Asia. Oh, my God. I really want to get to Antarctica and Hawaii. Those are my goals. Um, Thank you so much for sharing the podcast, taking a chance on listening to the podcast, returning you know, following, posting, reaching out to me. I have friends from all over 
the United States now because they listen to the podcast and they love it and they, you know, follow me on social media. And please follow me on social media. I have a Twitter. I have an Instagram. I have two Instagrams and they are in the podcast description. So unlock your phone, go on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And you know where I write what the podcast is going to be about, the descriptions? All the links are in there for my social media. So go and follow and talk to me. I respond to DMs all the time. I'm not one of those people who leaves their DMs like unopened. It's like I have two DMs unopened. Sorry. But I, I respond, you know, shout out to Jessica, shout out to Amy, shout out to Ben, shout out to Angels, shout out to everybody. And I want to talk about like the the friends that I've made with from, from the podcast. Um there's this girl named Amy from Greece and um you know my pot one of my podcast episodes came at a perfect time with what she was dealing with in her life and she just wanted to reach out and say you know thank you so much you know I'm going through this and you helped me and I really appreciate it and you know she's like she's she looks like a model honestly in my opinion um, and she doesn't even have makeup on 99% of the time. Uh, I feel privileged to like be the person she, you know, ranted to at two in the morning, her time about all kinds of drama. And I, I, I couldn't, without this podcast, I would never have known anyone from Greece. I've never been to Greece and I probably won't, but like, I, I I I think that's incredible. That's I, I I that's worth more than like a couple hundred dollars from like a sponsorship. Like I, I I'm serious. Like it's it's crazy. Um, I feel like people who wanted more opportunities to get to know me or hang out with me um, from my past, you know, like from past jobs or past schools that I went to. I feel like they um, have gotten a better understanding of me. Um, I mean, for, 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 good, for good or bad or whatever, um, I feel like for the most part, people who fucked with me in the first place for my art, they feel a lot closer to me by listening to my podcast. And I, I just couldn't be more grateful. Um, there's a girl named Jessica from California that is so into my podcast and she's so nice. Like she, she like pays attention to what I say and like she wished me a happy birthday. We follow each other on uh, Twitter and Instagram, you know, I was just talking to her earlier and I, I really, I really like, it's so special to me. That's something that I took a, such a huge risk on 
is is paying off in ways that I could never imagine. Like, I could never imagine how fulfilling it would have been to see all those locations pop up all over the world, to receive following notifications from random people, and then to turn around and receive messages from those people telling you that they are there because of your podcast. It's awesome. Free Jeffrey Lamar Williams. Oh my God. Oh my God. He's going to jail. He's going to fucking jail. I'm sorry. I know we're supposed to have hope and pray, but God damn, I don't know what is going to happen. (sighs) Side note, side note. Oh, Jesus, please, please, please be a mistrial in your name. Amen. (laughs) Okay, back to the back to back to reality. I gave myself permission to focus on other things outside of art, content and social media. I took a chance and I tried dating this year and that required me to, you know, like make time for it. Um, So I had to, I had to like literally force myself and make myself feel okay, give myself permission to, to date, um, you can get so used to being single that like you don't prioritize looking for a, a, a potential partner and like you, you're not even doing anything or you don't even make yourself available to people who might even be interested in you. You know, it, it can be dangerous being single for a long time because like you you behave in a manner that doesn't allow you to receive the possibility of a relationship. Does that make sense? We can we can talk about that next year or maybe before the end of the year, depending on a lot of things. I chose to become more optimistic each day. It's a choice, you guys, because I have to constantly fight negativity, outside negativity, internal negativity um i constantly have to fight it and you know with the with the with the bipolar shit it's like you're either up or you're down and when you're down you're really down so i have to make a choice when i'm down especially when i'm down that it's going to be a good day i i I always like when i clock out of work i always celebrate because i made it I made it without quitting. I made it without calling out. I made it without leaving early. I made it with, without having any mistakes. It, you got to celebrate your wins. And that's what I realized. Like, if you get in the habit of not giving yourself praise, then you can fall into like some serious depression. You know what I mean? And that's one of the ways that I get myself out of depression is I start naming things that I like about myself. I start naming things that are accomplishments. And, and like, I, I, the more I do it, the more easy it comes to my mind. Like, for example, 
you drove safely to work. That's a big accomplishment because a few years ago, I was a horrible driver. Um, I made it through the day with no mistakes. That's a huge accomplishment that happened today. I communicated effectively. I cleaned my room. I did my laundry. I actually put a lot of effort into my latest art piece. I started an art piece after a month, over a month. I went to the Lush store. I went to Sephora. I have amazing skin. I have amazing hair. I mean, like, I just... It's not about being conceited. It's not about being full of yourself. If you are... Shit, if, if you... If you are alive, you need to be kind to yourself. The world is harsh and life is hard. Life is really hard. Um, so give yourself credit, please. I started to forgive myself this year of um, a lot of things. And it has had a positive impact on my day-to-day psychology. And what I mean by that is I am the type of person that dwells on the past or has the, or had the tendency to. I'm working on that. But specifically replaying all the mistakes that I made and playing out scenarios of if I made a different decision of what I thought would be the right decision. Um, as I started to forgive myself, those thoughts of the past and revisiting mistakes and you know feeling sorry and wishing I could apologize and, and being stuck in those feelings of guilt from years ago. I, I stopped they stopped coming to mind. And and when I free up space in my mind, I'm able to focus on other things that are more important. How many of us have so much space being taken up in our mind from dwelling on the past? We got to we got to stop. It's not healthy. It's not healthy. And it just weighs you down. This year, I finally accepted and enrolled into therapy. Very proud of myself for that. It's been positive. I miss my therapist, actually. It's been two weeks. He took a break for the holidays, and I totally get that. But I will see you on Tuesday, Keith. (laughs) Um, This year, I proved to myself that I am dedicated to my podcast and that I can do this and that I can remain consistent and receive results and be successful. Um, I'll share with you finally that um, the end of March, I noticed my bipolar really acting up and like I was like, okay, I'm gonna avoid a disaster. So I took a five month leave from my job and um, I was at home and like that's how I was able to pump out as many podcasts as I did and gain a momentum and um, 
work on my approach and my whole presence and the way I do things. Like I have an intro, I have a routine, I, I try to stay around 30 minutes, you know, I try to hit certain amount of downloads each month and I have been hitting them and at the beginning of my leave in March I remember I had a real moment with myself and with God and I talked to him and I said look I'm about to have a lot of time off of my job I'm gonna have a lot of time to myself I don't want to have this time go by and I haven't done shit with my podcast. And like, I was like, I got to turn this shit around. And so I just made a decision that night. I was like, don't sleep. Don't sleep. Don't sleep on your podcast. Do not sleep on your podcast. And in June, I reached over 1,200 downloads. The beginning of the month, it was like 27 downloads. I mean, in the beginning of the year, it was 27 downloads. That's in, that's insane. That's insane. <laughs> oh, God. Thanks again. Thank you so much. Um, another thing that started happening this year that was positive is I started to take accountability for my mistakes for my unhappiness for me being dissatisfied with life i took accountability finally this year instead of blaming you know my dad my mom you know uh, uh the united states uh the left the right you know uh the boy that should have loved me um a bad neighborhood you know, drugs. Like, I started taking ownership of being dissatisfied of where, where I am and not being where I want to be yet. And I started to say, hey, it, hey, girl, you, talking to you, it's your fault why you're not as big as you want to be as an artist, as, as anything, as whatever. Whatever you think you should be in your mind or whatever you think you should have, it's your fault that you don't have it. And you shouldn't blame God and you shouldn't be entitled to anything. Because life doesn't work like that. We can want, like for, for me example, I can want and want and want things, but if I don't, put in the work sweat in the tears if all I'm doing is believing then nothing's gonna fucking happen and I I'm in my first year of my podcast and I proved to myself that through consistency through pushing through moments of doing it anyway when you don't want to do it through pumping out content just for the sake of numbers and not worrying about being perfect like I, I i did all those things and it paid off and i, I now i want to like do it twice as big four times as big for 2023 this year my intuition got a lot stronger and i feel like it has gotten stronger because i started listening to it 
started obeying it. Um, I feel like we all have a sense of intuition, but I feel like specifically women have a really heightened sense of intuition. And it's because, you know, we have to look out for so many things. Like, I don't know about you, but like, I'm constantly hyper aware of the potential of sexual assault (laughs) all the time. All the time, all the time. When I go out, when I'm at work, when I'm alone with, like, it, it can happen from anyone at any time. You got to be ready. You got, you got, you got to stay. It's like, it's like, you know, people are like, stay strapped. Like, you got to, you got to be ready to fight or run. Like, to the death. Because I don't know about you, but I'm not getting raped. You're not raping me. I'm sorry, you're not raping me. I'm not getting raped. I'm going to end up dead. I'm fighting to the death. I'm not getting raped. Nope. And that's no diss to any victims. It's just I made a promise to myself a long time ago that it would never happen again. This year, a lot of prayers came true. Um, my little brother and sister have their own room. They're out of Section 8. Um, my mom is single and happy, and she's a millionaire. Uh, so, so much good has happened. So much good has happened. I live with my family now. My podcast has grown all, literally all over the world. There's not a spot we haven't reached besides Alaska and Hawaii. We've gotten everywhere else, and it's just going to get bigger. Like, I, there's so much has happened, y'all. So much positive things, and like these are things that I pray for, and I tell you, pray. And like, if you want to know how long it took, it took any. It like the longest thing that I prayed for took 12 months to happen no it took uh yeah 12 months to happen this time last year i started praying every night that the kids would get their own room because they were turning 11 and they lived in one room with their mom in section eight they're really my cousins but you know what i mean i'm so close and so much older than them that i called them my little brother and sister but and like I grew up with everything with the room to myself a couple rooms to myself my own bathroom and they had to share everything and they they knew nothing else and you know how when like kids get older and they go through puberty and they want to have privacy and they want to have their friends over they want to be on the phone or they want to take pictures of themselves or just do whatever they want to do you know they're entering an awkward stage. They're preteens. They're awkward. They smell. They're trying to assert dominance and gain respect at the same time. It's, 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 I have empathy for what they're going through. But I know for me, I wouldn't have been able to flourish if I didn't have my own four walls. So I, I like, I really. I really attest to God. I was like, look, you let me have my own room my whole life. That's not fair. <laughs> Every night I was like, please, please, please. I'm like, it's not fair that they have to share a room. They have done nothing wrong. 
they've done nothing wrong. I was like, I have done everything wrong. <laughs> so it it came to, you know, my mom is is a millionaire. And the things that I pray that would happen happened and the result of those things happening was that she became a millionaire and I would have never I would have never guessed that. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. Um, I'm still at my job. <laughs> you know, it, it, that that was a prayer. I mean, it. it you know, I, I prayed that, like, I was going to stay in my apartment because, you know, it, it, I signed a lease with my mom in the beginning of, November last year, we got in a fight, she moved out, and all of a sudden, I was responsible for <laughs> rent that was like 2200 And I prayed, I was like, look, I'm staying here, I don't know how it's going to happen, but you're going to make it happen. Every month, every month, rent was paid. So, it, pray. Pray for any and everything, especially the things that you know you cannot do. <laughs> this year I started really thinking for myself. And that's a consequence of becoming a part of media. Um, and what I mean by that is like I, I, I am. This podcast makes me a part of media. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm no longer like on social media. Like I, I share information through platforms that are strictly, you know, like for the purposes of sharing information. You get on social media, you want to be nosy, you want to show off, uh, you want to be entertained. Um, you get on my podcast not only to get a little entertainment, but to, to learn and, or to zone out. Maybe you like the sound of my voice. Maybe you like the music I play. Maybe you like how honest I am. Maybe I help you in a certain way. I don't fucking know. But as a consequence of becoming a part of media, I realized that no media person is perfect because I make mistakes. And I have... You know, I, I I realized that my lane is being honest about things that I go through and that I should never push an episode with information that I don't really have for the sake of putting out an episode, for the sake of um, not letting too many days go by. I realize now it's about quality, not quantity. I've only had like three episodes, four episodes this whole month. And like I have like more downloads than a few months ago when I had three times as many episodes. Quality. I also became more aware of the halo effect. For those of you that don't know what that is, is when you are when you are around someone that is either new, attractive, young, they have qualities or they have things that you admire, they tend to have what's called an halo effect where you can you tend to look past their flaws 
and things, red flags can, you know, will you, you will miss the red flags in, in this person's character. It happens a lot with like people who get hired. Um, they put on a real good front in the interview and then come to find out they're not a good worker, a good employee. That's a good example of the halo effect. Um, I realized that I have that halo effect in my mind when I meet someone new and like I have to keep in check that like nobody's perfect and not everyone has good intentions. I had the halo effect with my last boyfriend and like we all know what happened. And then I had the halo effect with, I feel like with um, certain, certain, certain people. I won't get into that maybe next year, but, um, you know, another thing I learned this year is I learned how to set boundaries and I finally set boundaries and that's huge. It took away a lot of my stress because when you set boundaries, you take away someone else's ability or another situation's ability to have an effect on you. When you set boundaries... It's like you putting up a stop sign to their negative energy, wherever it's coming from, your boss, your parents. Like for me, I had to set boundaries at my job because I was I was I was very passive and because of that I f- I feel like I wasn't asking questions or um speaking up at times when I needed support or whatever so now I set boundaries um with myself when I at work like if I if I feel stressed or if I feel like I uh want to have if I feel if I feel a defeatist mindset coming on I immediately shut it down because I'm like when you adopt this mindset you do stuff that makes you more eligible for the chopping block for termination, like don't be that person. So it, it's like uh, I've learned to set boundaries with myself. I learned to set boundaries with with other people. I don't let people play games with me anymore. Um, I don't entertain people that I know for a fact are taken. I don't. Um, I don't even have sex anymore. It's been a hundred plus days since I've had sex, and that's because I just don't. I just. I don't want the memories. I don't want the the number on my roster. I don't. I don't want it. It's, uh, it's no, no. I, and I'm very, I'm very proud of that. Um, the last thing I'm going to discuss is that I've come to realize and accept that I have a fear of success that needs to be dealt with immediately and preferably before the start of 2023. I was watching one of my favorite YouTubers named Be Mademoiselle. She's a YouTuber. She's Haitian. She's wonderful. She's taught me a lot over the past three, four years. A lot of YouTubers have. But her in particular, she made a video last night titled Reasons Why you're not satisfied with where you're at in life. So I was like, all right, that's me. So I clicked on it. And um, one of the reasons out of many relatable reasons 
that struck me was that I'm afraid of success. And I was like, what does she mean by that? And she started to explain that you self-sabotage anything that will cause growth in whatever you're doing because you're afraid of people giving you attention, people criticizing you, people talking about you, people um, exposing you, people like digging up dirt on you, all, all types of stuff. Because when you're successful, there are certain things that come with the territory. Although successful people in the podcast world, although they have money and sponsorships and they're not working a nine to five, they're doing their podcast full time. Um, you know, they have all these views and downloads and, you know, they're trending and all this stuff. It's like, there's so many people that, like, it's almost like once you reach a certain level, you're no longer relatable. And I get that. And if you're not relatable, it's so easy for the average person to talk about you as if you have no feelings, as if you're not a human being. And like, I never used, y'all, I never used to empathize with celebrities with what they go through. And I'm not trying to say I'm a celebrity, but I'm, I'm just saying like, the more popular this podcast gets, like, the more people are going to you know, like criticize and, and that's fine. And with the criticism comes praise, but you know, it's, it's a give and take with success. Success comes at a cost. It really, really does. It really, really does. Think about it. When I become successful, like that video of me and sucking dick, that I worked so hard to get removed, that most likely is going to resurface because my ex don't like me. My ex hates me. You know what I mean? Or whoever has has it recorded on their phone via screen record is going to release it on Reddit or something. And I can sue and sue all I want, but it's going to be everywhere if people give a shit about my podcast, you know, if you know, I'm not even going to say if, I'm going to say when it reaches a point of a point of success, the point of no return to where like I, I no longer seem relatable. Um, I've also come to realize that I'm scared of success because I'm scared of not being able to handle business relationships like relationships out of business like I can't separate business with pleasure because it's easy for you I'm, I'm basing this off experience and my experience with my puff patch paint party business the number one reason why I failed is because I mixed my feelings in with business and I allowed other people's feelings to mix in with business And I no longer have certain relationships that are vital for it to even happen. You know what I mean? And for it to be really, really good and sustainable. But 
But like, I'm glad I failed at that business because now um, I'm not afraid of failure. And before it was really afraid of failure. And now I'm afraid of success. So uh, I am going to be proactive about this issue and search for ways to combat it because I'm not the only one that has dealt with this. Um, thank you so much for listening on my double do on review of this year. Um, I hope that I gave you some insight on things that I've shared tonight, this morning, this evening, this afternoon. And if I don't talk to you tomorrow, I hope you have a very wonderful, happy new year. Be safe, please. This is Candace with the Manic Candace podcast. I bid you adieu. Bye-bye.